Hey there, hey, Cardinal Nation. I hope I'm not screaming into this microphone. You can't tell. You can't see me talking. I bet you're screaming. We're back. And I'm chewing on that cough drop, so you we're back. I... Cardinal Cast is back with both of us. First time since forever. And we're not on Facebook Live right now, I just realized. And we're not on Facebook Live right now. That's but right. We'll push it out on Facebook. We'll push it out on Facebook. That'll be good. <clears throat> Nothing live. Nothing live at the moment. So you cannot comment in real time, which is to tell me how dumb I look in my mask, which is, I'm okay with that, <laughs> actually, for the first time ever. Or criticize on our new studio. Yes, our new studio is not what it was, although I do like the crazy principal <coughs> picture with the pink dots. It's my favorite. Yeah, that's been there for a lot of years. We're going to yeah. do it outside maybe next yeah. time. So we're trying to figure out how we can better social distance and and uh, still provide a, a podcast. We have some other things. We're kind of working on perhaps a different studio but it um, that we can use with students, and that might take us a while to get to. So for now, we're... We're just going to do some remote uh, cardinal casts. That's part of the reason why we haven't had one or haven't been very consistent yet this school year. And we might still do the alternating, um, especially if there's a topic. I know some Mm -hmm. of the topics I want to talk about are very, um, you know, just directed toward one demographic of students, sometimes senior scholarships. So we'll we'll from time to time go separate and then just Mm -hmm. talk about a specific topic. So. I tried that last week, and I had it on Facebook Live, and it was on the wrong Facebook account. It was on some Shattern Public School versus the high school account. Nobody even knew I was on live. And, and you was, were okay with that. You know, it, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one thing I talked about, and, and that's now that I actually have you here, it'd be fun to talk about. The other reason why we haven't been doing these is you were playing principal to start the school year. It's and called AD. When the principal and AD get COVID, <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Watson, I mean, it was a free-for-all, you guys. We were coming and going. No, it it was fine. You know you've got, like, good staff in the building yeah. when you guys were both gone, and we just kept on keeping on, and I think people were like, oh, no, it was fine. Yeah. It wasn't chaos, so. Yeah, and I think the community knows, but we had some spread going on here locally the week before school. And so our symptoms showed up. My symptoms didn't show up until after the first day of school. And we had our entire office out to start the school year for 10 to, 15, 10 to 14 days. Every single staff that works in the office was out either quarantined or isolated. And you stepped in as played a little principal, played secretary, played AD. I did. I got a lot of people like, you don't usually answer the phone. Yep. So I'm like, hey, what's up? It's Mrs. Watson. Yeah. Hey. And then we had uh, some other staff step in and help answer phones and do yep. those things. So if you can imagine, I don't know how many schools in the nation made it through one day of school and then they have no administrative staff in the building <laughs> for 10 to 14 days and everything went fine. And somebody asked me about it um, kind of when it started. I was like, you don't understand. A principal's job is getting the school open and getting the students in class. Once that happens, my job is actually easy because the first week it's the t- the teachers doing their thing. It, it doesn't really take a print. The principal's work is that those weeks before and especially that week before and getting mm-hmm. the, the building open. So um, I'm glad it went well. You did a great job. And, yeah. And, thank uh, you. Thank you. I'll rule. actually yeah. thank Sarah Sanchez as well. You might have talked <laughs> to her. She is a, I call her a mop bucket worker. She's like the kind of gal you want to work with yeah. when there's dead time. She's like, give me a mop. Yeah. I'll do some extra work. So yeah. she's what awesome. to help? So that was good. So that, that was another reason why we haven't been on uh, getting the card and the cast pushed out as well. But, uh, uh, geez, do we have anything to talk about today? There's probably a few things to talk about. I'm probably just going to razz you as you talk about some of these (laughs) things because they're probably more administrative side things. So I feel like I am here a little bit just to, just to, just to heckle you. So that's my goal. And last week I said, 
on my cardinal cast that nobody knew I was cardinal casting um, was that this week was going to be about you coming in to talk about seniors. And we definitely want to do that. But I literally just got off the, the intercom system and just got through pushing out a remind to all of our parents and, and staff that breaking news, make the sound breaking news. Our football game got canceled literally six or seven hours before kickoff. Oh, darn it. And it's stuff that we couldn't control. And we we were in the know for the last hour or so that there's um, there's the, there was the potential. But um, we literally just got the official notice that um, it was unable to be played. And so, yeah, so we were all geared up for a Friday night home football. Luckily, we have nobody on the road that we have to turn around and bring people back. That almost happened to our softball today. Um, we've had a little rain and forecast for some storms, and so our softball, softball girls were literally on the bus, hadn't left the parking lot when their games got canceled. Um, it, that was due to rain and storms. and um, So fortunately, um, unfortunately for them, they're back in school. Oh, darn it. But fortunately, they didn't get all the way down there and then have to ride a bus all the way back. So What a weird year. It is. I'm 2020, just can't. What a weird year. Get, Unforeseen get circumstances. I've got an idea of why. <coughs> I've got some guesses. You didn't tell me. Nope. This is why we're not on Facebook Live, so you can't get live comments on. Know, why, Mr. Be... Mac? Why, Mr. Mac? Why? why? How come, Mr. The Mac? The phone's been ringing nonstop, though. We've oh, been, I bet so. That. I so, bet so. Yeah, it's it's that that's 2020 and dealing with this this virus and hear you. Uh, you know, I've always said, I hope we're overreacting to it. We're sitting in here with face masks, and we're probably six foot. I told you at the beginning, we could I'm sure we could take our masks off and be fine, but I just don't know if we're modeling the right thing. And we want you to know that if we can wear masks, you can too, and our students do. Um, in fact, I had the, the school board president who ended up with some free time because he was going to drive the bus uh, with softball. And so he ended up uh, saying, you know, giving me a call and saying, hey, I, you know, I've got the... I have the day off. Do you mind if I come over and walk through and just kind of see what a school looks like during COVID? And so I just got through walking him around. And when we were done, I said, so what do you think percentage wise? How many, you know, what percent of students do you think were wearing masks? And he goes, he thought 98 to 99% of our students were. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I I easily, and I'm an old math guy, Mm -hmm. so I tend to be very picky about this stuff. But I'm like, I honestly, I think it probably is 95% or so. Mm -hmm. So, and and it's a Friday and we had kids in the commons area and we had kids on mass breaks, you know, coming in from outside. And it's just amazing how it has not been a fight. It hasn't been a, an issue. It's no. gone really well. Our kids are awesome. We they, haven't had a mass quarantine since they school know started. It means that we can be in the building and it means <clears throat> that, um, you know, that as long as the other teams are healthy and they can come, then we can play our sports mm-hmm. about letting our kids play. And our, I, our kids have done a phenomenal job. Oh, absolutely. Not trying to, say anything here but good job shattering high school kids yeah. for wearing your mask yeah. we've done a really nice job yeah and in fact you know that the mass quarantines is the fear the schools that don't have the policies or don't have the expectations or those protocols and if one case which we've mm-hmm. seen experience of in other schools one case will cause a quarantine of an entire team mm-hmm. 20 30 40 i've heard as many as 60 some um uh, players off a team so that, that's kind of the way it goes so you did um Cardinal cast a couple of weeks ago. You, you kind of did a Facebook Live, I guess. Oh, and I don't know how many views. I might look at it right now. I was 
I was so frustrated that day that I'm just like, I'm going live. Click. Well, and that was, was and that? all of a sudden it's like 5,000 views. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even yeah. have my hair done. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that kind of view. It was real. It was authentic Authentic reporting. in the moment. I was and angry that, about social media. Social media. Was that, and remind me, was that the day after we got late night texts and emails? It was. Yes. Okay. We get those from so, time to time. Yeah. So I, I want to kind of a recap. I want you to recap that, but just to kind of back it up. So. It was, I don't know what time at night. It wasn't terribly late, but might have been in bed. I don't know. Honestly, I don't remember what time it was. But I saw, um, I think it was a text that mm-hmm. we had both got the same text from a, a, a person in the community who said, hey, heads up, you need to be aware. There's some nasty accounts that were created with the Shadron High School name. And it was Instagram at that time. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of had an idea on how to address it or what we tried to do with it. And then another account popped up uh, another nasty one and i think a third oh in real time i think we had officer bauer right here and we were watching these accounts get created in real time and and sharing they call it sharing stories um when you not necessarily when you make a facebook post or an instagram post but you share it in a rolling story that disappears kind of like a snapchat so um we call them confessional accounts just because we've seen a lot of these and they we've kind of tagged them confessional accounts. And the key to all of them, you guys, is they're anonymous, yeah. right? Anonymous until we decide to actually figure out who they are, which we can do with a subpoena very easily. Yeah. Um, it's it, it just takes a few things. We, we probably had that with this account. However, us getting on ahead of it with our student body and on um, here, Facebook Live and our podcast, and all of a sudden they're gone. There's a lot less action going on. And let me add to this. There's even been a positive Shattern High School account created in replacement of some of these. So Uh, what's it called? Is that, it yeah, positive yeah. is in the something. Title? Yep. <laughs> something <laughs> I haven't positive. seen it yet. <laughs> I'll look it up. You know what, what kind of maybe surprises people? I don't have all these social media accounts. I don't have an Instagram account. I don't have a Facebook account. And I've always kind of said that I don't need to because I know what's going on because of what our community does. I had parents that the next morning, I had parents emailing and, and contacting me here at the school letting us know that, hey, you need to heads up. Here's mm-hmm. what's out there going on right now. And it, um, it, and what it was is once they start, you know, you have an anonymous account, so be it. But when you start naming names mm-hmm. and it's it's mean stuff. Subpoena. It's, we could subpoena yeah, that that's, right off the yeah, get-go. You're, yeah. you're in violation of some legal mm-hmm. matters, defamation of mm-hmm. character and, and some other things as well. And so that's when it becomes a legal issue. It's not my issue mm-hmm. other than I'm the awareness. And, and we have had enough, enough experience that we know kind of how to report this and where to go with it and Absolutely. how to address it head on. And, and the best, we're not, we're not in this business to get right. kids in trouble. And that's not what we want. We want all kids to learn. Um, and the best is if we can just get it taken down. Yep. I mean, everyone gets away unscathed mostly if we just get that stuff know right away when it happens and get it taken down so that was like part of my facebook live is showing parents how to notice if your if your student has a a fake instagram account or an alternate it's like an alternate ego i call them a finsta fake insta instagram so if if you didn't get a chance to watch that one um and you want to know about some apps and some things um 
I talk a little bit. I got in the health class in front of freshmen, as I do every year, and I talk a little bit about social media, um, and I talk about some of the stories that we've dealt with before. Um, obviously, completely anonymous stories that students don't know, but they're. Uh, I think it brings to light some things about social media that, and their maturity, like, oh, I have to start paying better attention to this, what I'm doing, my social presence online, because people are watching and people care. Right, right. Yeah, it's, I don't know, there, there are some times where I wished I wasn't in a role where people are contacting me over social media, it has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's like, I'm so glad that I'm in a role that people contact me over social media that has to do with our students yeah. so that we can protect them and shut it down. And to, it's my understanding that those, the accounts by the end of that week, if not midweek kind of disappeared. Yep. And, and it's not, it wasn't about an investigation. We're not chasing out, you know, chasing down who created them. We just got them taken down. We got them taken down. And once down. they're taken down, that, that was enough for me to protect kids. And, and, and I think students need to understand and parents need to understand. And what I get in front of our student body and I, I tell them is they think honestly because it's outside of school that there's no ramifications when you get inside of school. And there's that one little line in the statute that says, does it affect the learning yeah, environment? Yeah. And I tell you, there's not much we do outside of school that does not affect the learning yeah. environment in school, especially for kids, if their name was used on a platform for negativity, that definitely affects your ability to learn in the right. classroom. And that's why we're hounds for it. Like we, we just mean is mean is mean. You mm -hmm. say, I stole that mm -hmm. term from you. And mm -hmm. we, we have no tolerance for that kind of behavior. And luckily Chattern high school kids are awesome. Like all of a sudden there's a positivity account like in that all that's gone. So that makes me feel like there was far more peer pressure than pressure from yeah. us, but yeah. it's good either way. And those so. are the things they just take off, get out of hand. And mm -hmm. you, the intentions at the beginning might have been humor. Yeah. And it just, it, you can't control it when it's anonymous and all of a sudden there's other people are allowed to post and it, then it turns into mean. And that might not have been the intentions mm -hmm. from the beginning. I don't no. know. But um, the point was it there was some mean stuff on there and there were names listed and, and it's all gone. So I think my next one, I think my next solo one I'll put up there is Shattern High School streaking. And it's all going to be about, mm. don't, not that what? kind of streaking, like about old... Snapchat streaks. And oh. we're going to start some streaks of like getting your homework done yeah. and saying nice things to your mom because she does everything for you and your dad. Yeah. A week of streaking on Snapchat can be replaced with a week of yeah. like saying some nice things to your parents. You were the first one a few years ago that was telling me about those snap, mm -hmm. Snapchat streaks and kind of how it just kind of becomes controlling and what some of our students have said after they you know, hundreds of days and then turned into, I think you saw a thousand yes. days and of, of a Snapchat streak. And that's just, it sounds burdening to me. Oh, just another thing. Yeah. yeah. One more social media account I don't have. <laughs> one, one, one more person to let yeah. down that I didn't and, want to. And that's sad because there's so much positive that yeah. can take place with social media. I get it. Trust me, I get it. It's just my job deals with teenagers that are really using these media accounts and so as you can guess, the, what comes to me isn't always the good stuff, and right. that's, it just kind of burns me on social media a little bit. But this week, we have good to say about it. So yay, yeah, Cardinal yeah. Nation, and I'm not um, oblivious to know that you parents who watch that are probably a mm -hmm. huge part of yeah. just the conversations you had um, made that go away. I, I've, I think I the my part of it was very little i think is the conversations that happen at home and amongst each other yep. so that's cool it makes yep. me know we're in the right place so 
It's a success story. It's a success story and for sure. Sometimes we forget about them because we're moving on to the next issue, you yeah. know. Like Mr. Mac canceling the football game on his yeah. own accord. Yeah. That's like that's an issue. Yeah. You should probably or canceling call canceling homecoming dance. Should, probably... should we go there? Should we go there? You should should we probably there? call him about that. Four three oh So yeah, I'm you know, and I and we talked about whether we wanted to, to talk about the homecoming dance and it's been finalized, but the truth is it's another great example of phenomenal students that we have in the building. It's not what I would want to have happen. I, I wanted to host the dance. I'm frustrated about it. That's why I said I'm not talking about oh, okay. it. <laughs> maybe maybe I, I should just mute this mic. You should mute me because it's like I usually supervise homecoming as, I'm, as yeah. a class sponsor. It's one yeah. of my things I really actually, it's weird to say I look forward to it, it's but fun I have a really the, good time yeah. doing it. So I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm pouting over here, so... Yeah, so we wanted to host it, and, and from the very beginning, um, at, well, very beginning, two weeks ago, the um, some seniors on student council, and the student council runs the activities for homecoming week, and they just asked me, are we going to have to wear face masks at the dance? And my response was, I can't see how we cannot with mm-hmm. with the cases in our community, with the way they're doing quarantines, and we have quarantine, even right now, I have kids out on quarantine, so I mean, we have current cases in our community, and this is the public health guidelines, and it's a school activity, and we have school protocols. So, there, of course, there's going to be at least expected to wear a face mask. I don't know if we would require it or not. We just didn't haven't got that far. And so they started pursuing an option to have a dance off-site. Um, but I'm really proud of them because it's been super polite, very respectful. Um, they got their parents involved and in finding a venue. And I've noticed on their homecoming tickets, because I keep warning them about one thing that's required is a roster that's public health says you must keep an attendance roster of people at your dance. Um, <coughs> excuse me, which tells me that if there's a quarantine, they're just going by that roster. And so it's really amping up the opportunity. N- number one, yes, virus spread, um, but it's really increasing the, 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 the probability of a mass quarantine should a mm-hmm. positive case exist in the week or week and a half following. Yep. And that's the concern. We have taken all these precautions um, to wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask, that the cases we have had in our building have not caused quarantines of other students. Knock on wood, but that's mm-hmm. the truth um, because of the policies and protocols. Um, that dance opens it up to hundreds of students could be on a quarantine should any one case. Mm-hmm. And so do these cases really happen? Are there really mass quarantines? I'm telling you, we are not playing a football game tonight because of something in another community that this happens. It is real. And my point is it's real. So it's just the darn COVID year that, Mm -hmm. and I talked to the kids this morning that are on student council, those seniors, and just told them they have my support. Mm -hmm. The darn COVID year is what creates the concern. Um, And there's no, (coughs) excuse me. There's no getting around that the students would like their own choice of music to be played and perhaps their own chance of uh, opportunities for their own dance styles. <laughs> Hint, grinding. Oh, um, that that grinding. comes into play too, I, I think. I, I'm just being honest. So when it's a school-sponsored activity or a school-sponsored dance, we're going to have a DJ that plays songs that aren't going to blend into the opportunity for grinding. And that kind of makes for some obvious music that's, whether it's the 80s pop and these this it's not the kids' music, and I and I, I think they have a great argument there uh, for choice of music that is theirs, their their era, because um, uh, sometimes just to prevent grinding, that's what the DJs will do, and, I, and I, we don't DJ it ourselves; it's hired out. But I'll be honest with you, like at homecoming, 
it's obvious the music is being played so that there's not grinding. And prom seems a lot funner and the music is that's played. But So maybe that's something we need to look at. But it's the whole mass thing. The COVID year just creates concerns. And it is what it is. The kids have done a great job. I've made it clear we wanted to host it with <coughs> excuse me, the expectation of mass. Um, but they've made a decision. They, do, they did a vote. They're representing the student body. They've surveyed their kids. They, they're doing a great job of, of trying to provide a safe environment um, for students to, to attend a dance with music of their choice. Um, I think the choice of masks are going to be left up to the students as well, but we'll see how it goes. It, could, it might go off without a hitch, and, and kids will have a lot of fun, and they'll be safe. That's all I can hope for. And moving on from homecoming, <laughs> I've got a lot of thoughts. I've got a lot of thoughts on that. Um, and we've got more I time. Worry, to still... Yeah, I worry. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a mom. I think I just worry more yeah. than I I ever have in my life before, and I worry about a lot of different things there. I just want to make sure our community and our kids are are thinking through this. I appreciate their initiative and I appreciate their politeness, um, but I I just worry knowing the things that that they're concerned about and listening to you sit here and talk about what type of music they want to listen to at the dance and whether it's, you know, there's some Katy Perry and Kesha versus, you know, T-Pain. I'm like, really? really? I mean, yeah. part of me is just like, really? Is that, I, I got a lot of concerns, but that's really not one of them. So let's mm -hmm. move on before Very good. St our students hate me any more than they I know. Really and it, do. You know, in the, in the bottom they line. love me, but they want to stomp on my toes sometimes, yeah. especially when I out them on social media yeah. about their social media. Bottom line, there's things we can control and there's things we can't. When this moves out of our hands, we just can't control it. Mm -hmm. And just wish them well and hope they stay safe. Yeah. So, and I don't know what the final plans are, but it sounds like they've they've got a venue and, and they'll be doing their own thing with their own chaperones. And I'll, have to, I'll have to listen to some Kesha on my own there that night go. after there the football go. game with my toddlers. <laughs> Dance party in Watson's house. Hopefully there's a football game. That would be good. I know. Yeah, I know. That's the stuff I know. There will be. I'm a half that's the darn glass COVID. is half full kind of girl. Very there good. will be. Very this good. was a weird one, I think. Well, it's the the last topic we could probably want to get to is I, I which is what I kind of wanted you on this week for. I was like, I'm just going to sit there and razz you during the rest of this stuff. Let's talk a little bit about, this is new, uh, September 22nd. It's a big deal day. It's we're, a big deal We're going to have a big deal day September 22nd. Our juniors um, got outed their state testing. Who would ever think that missing your state testing would be a big deal right. or that you would be sad about that? But our juniors were because it was a free ACT yeah. test. And we send over 75% of our kids onto a two or four year university or, or tech school, call it state college. Um, and so all of those require an entrance exam. And so the free one in the spring is a nice one to look forward to because it's not $50 and all schools take it. So if you want to further your education, um, we heard from NDE that it would be optional if our seniors wanted to take it. And I said, oh, seniors, I signed you all up. <laughs> There's this optional test on September 22nd. Guess what? I signed you all up. And how I'm bribing them is I'm going to pair it with an awesome lunch at the cafeteria. I already have their lunch tickets. We bought them lunch at the cafeteria. And we're going to do a tour of campus in the afternoon. Right. So... Um, just shout out Which, to Sergeant Page. Yep. Bubba Page has set up the CSC Armory um, so we can have six feet spacing and take the test. Um, 
and then we'll get to munch on some cafeteria food, which is actually really, really good. Lots of choices and get an official tour of campus. So I know it's been a lot of years ago, but if you go back and remember your ACT test morning and it was probably on a Saturday, you know, back then. Did you feel like going back to school? No, nobody so wanted to go I, back to school. I just, hats off to you for creating a day where they yeah. can put all their effort into the ACT that morning and know that we kind of found a soft way to give them the rest of the day off. Where exactly. They can, we're going to buy them lunch because they've yep. earned it and we're going to give them a tour, you yep. know, provided so they can just walk around and let their brains defog a little bit. So. Yep. Because that's just a heavy, that's just a heavy day doing testing all morning for the ACT. Oh man, four hours of uh, of math, reading, um, yeah. writing, oh science, it's yeah. a lot. And then were the juniors doing something? Did the juniors you? in the afternoon, so we're gonna play Swaparoo since since the armory will already be set up for testing with the six feet spacing. Um, we are going to test the ASVAB. And I always have parents call and question, like, really, does my kid need to take the ASVAB? And the answer is, is kids do not have to take the ASVAB, but it's actually really cool anymore. Yeah. And almost all the schools in Nebraska, all schools, all juniors take it, um, not necessarily for the military um, exam score, but they get career pathways nice. when you're done. It's, it's a, become the career exam. It's the career exam. It's really odd. It's a little bit of math, science, write, or reading, no writing. And then the rest of the tests, they they do a bunch of interest inventories yeah. with you on like what you would like, what you enjoy. And then they do some specific skills. Um, I mean, there's even a mechanical section on this. So if you are not big in writing and reading, but you love to work on cars, you will score crazy high on this one section of the ASVAB. Um, and so they don't take it all together. Like there's not one composite, like an ACT score, but you get these subsections and the military uses it to place people in careers. You right. know, what? what's the best right. fit for me? Uh, but anymore, the, they use it to help kids see, like, oh, you do have a really strong aptitude for this. Mm -hmm. And then they just pair it with some reading materials and some stuff to send home and say, have you ever thought about a career in engineering? Have you ever thought about the medical field? Have you ever thought about working with kids? Because you have this natural aptitude and enjoyment for these kind of things. So It might be my favorite exam yeah. just because the way – since you've been here that you've turned it into a um it's almost like an unveiling show or program afterwards when the when the results come back yeah it's everyone sits down again you bring in you does bubba come in he and does, help with that yes and he does such a good job with the kids and yep. goes through and explains it to to the students you know what they're looking for and so that's so you take the test, and taking tests isn't the funnest thing, but it just gives such different a different response back to each individual as far mm -hmm. as strengths, and and it broke down by by career. So I really yeah. like that the ASVAB um, and support, and it kind of follows what my philosophy is, and I think you are the same way. I just don't think every student should go to a four year school, right? Um, and I don't mean to break anyone's hearts that they're not capable of doing it, but. There's just a whole lot of research sh that shows that the highest wage earning jobs right now aren't, you don't need a four year degree. And so you might be setting yourself back financially chasing a four year route versus maybe a two year tech, uh, tech training or technical school or something like that, or even military first. Absolutely. So, yeah. I, they were, when, when I first started, there was a big push for those two year 
um, <clears throat> degrees, the job market is was just on the rise, mm-hmm. and it still continues to be that way. And what was happening is kids were going to get a four-year degree because that's what they thought was expected of them yeah. from their schools, their principals, their counselors, their, their parents. And then they were going back to a two-year technical school, right. kind of like a graduate yeah. program. Um, the Power and Line School and Alliance says it all the time. Yeah. They said, we get as many kids come into our school with a four-year degree that that they won't use but they wanted that technical training on top of it it was almost like graduate school and so we've been trying to really coach our kids up that's a viable option if that's if you if you don't like sitting in english math science general core classes but you've got an aptitude for something in the technical field it is a viable option and you can do it right away so yeah i'm a parent of two adult children and they both both of them same thing. Went to college to go to college, and they got a four-year degree, but it wasn't on, it didn't connect to their interests and their the aptitude in those mm-hmm. things. And so both of them ended up going back into college and got the four-year degree of the field they wanted to be in. But my point is, that's a financial burden mm-hmm. for them, just because they didn't know, yeah. not enough knowledge ahead of time that, you know, maybe something else. So I, that's why I think the ASVAB is, it's just one of those where. It, it it could just help financially steer in a direction. It provides some pur- purpose to scheduling classes while Absolutely, in high school. Absolutely, yeah. Those kind of things. So. That's my carrot for it. It really yeah. helps me help kids pick classes that they might want to take. Do some uh, career planning and yeah. those things, yeah. Because we all know what happens when you're in a class that you didn't want and you don't need. Right, so, yeah. right. Now, was are there is there financial aid coming up to those programs for seniors? Yes, let's talk financial aid. I forgot to put that on the list. I'm glad you reminded no. me. Um, everything's digital this year. Everything's Zoom uh, for this financial aid presentation. We used to have it in the auditorium. Uh, it's going to be a link. But here's the bonus of that. I want all of my parents to watch that night. I don't care if your kid is 14 in this building. Click on that Zoom link. Mm. You won't feel silly being there and get the information. Um, Andrew is one of my best buds in the world and he is so stinking smart, you guys. And he finds money for kids to go to college. That's what his job is. He'll even, he's going to set up individual zoom, um, sessions with seniors and their parents. We're going to try to get as many as possible to get their FAFSA and financial aid done. Uh, but he talks about so much more than just the FAFSA. He, he gets mm-hmm. labeled the FAFSA guy, right. but he knows everything from the details on the Susan Buffett scholarship to what you should be doing like your freshman and sophomore year. He's just so well-versed and he travels. He Not this year. I just had a meeting <laughs> right, with him right. yesterday. Um, but yeah, he's just phenomenal. And so I'm going to pump out a link that's yeah. September 23rd at 6 p.m. You know, Andrew looks like he's a 20-year-old college kid. He does. I and know. And he's been doing this for, what, 10 years, yeah, I think. Right. I mean, it, he's a guru when it comes to the tax questions that yes. I've I know parents have come in and he's like, oh yeah, here's what we've done. I'm like, dude, you got so much experience mm-hmm. and knowledge in this, in this field. So, well, and uh, it benefits people to watch and know that information earlier now because they pull your FAFSA and your tax information earlier. So I am, this is public service annou- announcement. If you own a business, a farm or a ranch, you got to watch Andrew's presentation because how you do your taxes for the next few years, I don't care if your kid's a freshman, sophomore, junior, um, can affect their aid for college right. more so maybe than just than teacher government salary. Okay. Um, so good to know. It's interesting. Very good. Anything else? No, quit canceling stuff. I know. <laughs> what a bugger deal. Proud of Shattern High School kids. We're doing our part. Um, mm-hmm. Doors are still open. Um, like I said, walked around. We had 98% of our students were wearing their masks. 
what gets me is even in unsupervised areas, like they might be out in the commons or walking mm-hmm. through the hall. Um, just really proud. I'm so proud of our student body. Mm-hmm. Uh, the student council is an example of that. Mm-hmm. Working with that group. Again, I don't agree with it. It's mm-hmm. not what I want. It's not what we want. But I, I, you could not work with better students. No, they are and, just phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And um, they're making decisions for the, you know, I just, I respect them for that. And yep. just hope it goes well. But it is a day to day. I think there's little moments of time where you think, oh, maybe it's getting to be a routine. And maybe the... Like people talk about the curve, flattening the curve, and they're talking about number of cases. I'm just talking about the number of the the, the new norm seems like a steep curve to me mm-hmm. at times. And it's like it feels like the curve of the new norm was starting to flatten, and you get these reminders like, oh no, there's still quarantines mm-hmm. happening, there's still positive cases happening with kids or adults in our community that have an impact on our building. And today is an example: a cancel canceling a varsity football game on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. six hours before game time. I mean, it's just, unfortunately, that's the COVID time that we're living in, and, and it is what it is. And we're, we're, I feel like we're overall, Shadron High is doing really well, and, and um, you know, teachers are teaching and students are learning, and we've got activities in full swing, and away we go. Oh, yep, I think we're doing as good as we can. Like I said, I I'm a glass so half, half full kind of gal. And if you said... At the beginning of August, when we had our teachers meeting, if it would be going this well right now, yeah. I mean, it is half full, you guys. And I know, I know, a football game cancellation might bring our kids down a little bit in the dumps, or parents who are really excited about tonight. And I, I totally get that. Maybe yeah. you know, we think about it about like the weather. We don't have control over a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff. COVID's no different. Uh, we just keep moving on at Shattered High School. Our doors are open. Our kids are learning here. Our kids that are at home at the Acellus program oh, yeah. are doing so stinking good so much better than i thought that could have gone um i'm so proud of you guys if any of you guys you guys are still our kiddos um you are killing it on that program we're really proud of you and uh, i'll just quickly report i I think we have about 97 in the district that signed up for the at-home learning just because of fears concerns or health risks at at their homes um and i'm proud that we're in a school district that we offered um an an at-home learning option for them um, that we don't have to, you know, it's not a burden to the teachers here because the teachers don't have to teach them and teach the face-to-face. So this week, and every week I log in and I look, and so we have 23 students from the high school that are doing the at-home learning, and I emailed every single one of them. I told you this earlier this week. I, I emailed every single one of them on Tuesday, and we come back after Labor Day. It blew. It just blows my mind to see every single one of them. Now, a couple of them or a few of them have taken about a week off and they got on during Labor Day weekend and yeah. was playing catch up. And I'm like, it's just students who can do the learning on their own time. And I'm so proud. Every single student that week had done some learning. Um, and some are like way ahead. Like I, one student is like 80%. Yeah. Some are going to get like two years worth of credits in one year yeah. if they keep it this They have pace. the opportunity. So um, that deadline to register for that it has come and gone. And we'll open it up again probably at the end of this semester. And at the end of the semester, that's where they can choose to come back into the school as well. But I, I'm really proud of the progress um, that they're getting done. And those classes, if they complete them, which it looks like they're, they're on pace to, we will transfer the credits back into Shadron High School. Yeah, they're really doing a good job. Win-win. So win-win. Keep their family safe, and they still get credits for a Shadron High diploma. I'll kick him in the shin for canceling the football game. No, he didn't cancel it. I just keep saying that. I hope you don't get calls. I said, what? <laughs> Mrs. Watson said you are in control of that out of your control but i'll kick him in the shin anyway you guys it'll be it'll be my due diligence perfect all right 
I'm Lonnie Watson, high school counselor. And I'm Jerry Mack, high school principal. We will see you guys next week on Cardinal Cast. <laughs>